Welcome to the Reformed Coffee House Podcast. Yes, it's time to get official, time to get real, time to get into the word and start doing what this podcast was intended to be. Um, just to let everyone know, this is actually pretty cool. Got a new microphone and it's sounding very, very good. I am very excited for this use. Um, where I wanted to go today or in this podcast was uh, fellowship. I'll talk a little bit about that. Just, you know, lay that out on the table. You know, what is like biblical fellowship and how how can you experience it today? I was I was meeting with a youth pastor. Um, it was probably yeah it was yesterday, so Tuesday afternoon after school, um, we sat down in a little coffee house down the road, and we just talked for a while. We were talking about stuff that I was interested in, like the ministry uh, that our church has in Monroe, Georgia, and really the you know you go from one like one like ordinary standard conversation about Jesus and then you go to the extreme like dude you guys are talking about radical stuff right now I mean it got awesome it got awesome um we poured out our hearts you know before each other really let each other just see the the insides of what Christ is doing uh with us and it was awesome it was such a good time for some reason, we are just becoming very close to them. We've been visiting them in their house churches, and we've just really been able to see their heart for the community. And, I mean, they are honestly for the community. There are so many community projects that they've done that I have seen and didn't even know it was them. I mean, it's just so cool, and they're an inspiration. And from what I've experienced so far, fellowship is just raw friendship. It's just like you take normal friendship from, like, school and stuff, uh, you know, friends that you just have over life, and, you know, sometimes you go and, you know, go maybe have a beer with them, or you, uh, hang out with them, at a, uh, get some coffee, um, but real, real raw friendship is when you are together, and you're not only talking about the, the things of life, but you start talking about Jesus, and you start talking about your walk with Christ, and you start talking about things that you feel like God is putting on your heart, and just, questions man questions about life questions about Jesus uh but when things got serious like I remember we were walking on a trail called Panther Creek and we were going to a place where we could like jump off some rocks go swimming it's gonna be a lot of fun but on the way there me and my friend man we just started getting into some real raw conversation it was good lots of questions about you know how how can I just continue to Live a life that seems impossible in today. You know, people so so often view us as, you know, oh, you're a Christian. You're a hater. You, you're you just a jerk. You don't accept us. You don't tolerate us. You're, you're, you know, and it's not that. We just don't affirm your sin. I'm sorry if that looks like hate speech and hate crime, but we're not going to take what you're doing. And what we know to be wrong, because God has said it was wrong, the Bible lays it out. What we are going to do, though, is we're going to address it in a way that shows Christ and not us being condemning. Because at the end of the day, we don't condemn. We are human beings that just want to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one who judges. We serve the judge. End of story. We're, it's alright for us to use the scripture to correct. It's okay for us to use it to rebuke and 
to, you know, help train in righteousness. Uh, this is Second um, Timothy, chapter three, um, verse sixteen. I believe that to be it. Uh, I I will check really quick to make sure. But um, all scripture is meant for this, and this is what Christians hold to as a standard for when we are, you know, going through life with someone that's the coolest thing about fellowship is it's not meant to be a time where we are only you know talking about random stuff you know just jive and being friends it's not about that i see true friendship as you know guys that are willing to cut up and be like that every now and then but when it starts to get serious you can stay serious and really have good conversation and you know support and love being poured out on you from a brother in christ that's really cool, in my opinion. I think that's awesome. So, I'm going to go ahead and just get to Second Timothy here. I'm almost there. Don't worry. If you can hear the pages flipping of the Bible, then, you know, what a good sound that is. I mean, let's just listen to this really quick. Oh, yeah. Love the sound of my Bible flipping through the pages. Okay, so, verse 16, chapter 3, Second Timothy. All, all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. Uh, and verse 17, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. The man of God is to be equipped for every good work. That's so cool. That's where fellowship is so important to me personally. You know, being able to see my friends and say, look, I'm seeing something in your life and it's worrying me because I feel like it's going to start affecting your walk with God. And, you know, I just want to bring it to your attention. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, judge you. I'm not going to sound like a jerk, but as a brother in Christ, out of love, I need to come to you and let you know, I don't want you to fall. I don't want you to stumble. I don't want you to mess up to the point where you're just like, crap, I did this. How can God forgive me? How can God forgive what I just did? Well, here's the truth. He can, he will, but you just got to put your faith in that. Got to have trust in him to do that. You got to ask him that this is the word of God. We have the word of God before us. And at the end of the day, it all goes back to faith again, because faith is what's necessary to hold this, this word of God at, at a standard. Back to what I wanted to talk about. Um, So fellowship again, you know, this is the kind of stuff like, it's just life. It's things that you experience, things that you just want to talk about, you have questions about. Your friends are there. Your brothers in Christ are there. And you can trust in them more than any other friend out there because, number one, they understand what a real relationship looks like because they have a relationship with Christ. Number two, uh, because they desire the things that Christ desires, faithfulness is there. You know, honestly, I can't really trust them with all my heart. But I can trust them to a certain degree because I know that they're trying to reflect the image of God. And God is infinitely and eternally faithful. Uh, and number three, because they have the word in their life and they're willing to to seek it for, for, for God's wisdom, I can trust in the things that they you know come to me about. Like whether they're rebuking me or correcting me or teaching me in righteousness and training me, I can have complete faith that what they're saying is completely by the word of God 
and I can go back and fact check it myself. But another, you know, side of fellowship that I just admire and love so much is that God gave us men that are that are more aged and have much greater wisdom about life. There's another form of fellowship. Fellowship with the woman that God put in my life. Uh, wow. You know, I mean, she and I have been through so much. I look back on our lives and there are times where we should have just broken up and stayed apart from each other. And any other couple out there probably would have done that. They would have thought that was just the most rational thing to do in those situations. But for some reason, God always kept us together through thick and thin, through hard and easy, through 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 strife and just absolute, you know, pouring out of love. For some reason, he kept us together through all of it. And I am so thankful because now I look at her and I'm like, wow, being my future, God having her in my future is it's undeniable. It's undeniable. There's a different there's a different line in the church when you want to go out and sh- spread the gospel and then when you want to sit back and see the gospel work amongst your brethren. Because there's so many people I feel like in the church that just aren't sold out. There's so many people in my church that just aren't sold out. They're still allowing things in life to just keep a little bit of a grip and they just can't give it up. So this is the end of episode two of the Reformed Coffee House podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Lee. Thank you all so much for listening. I really, really appreciate um, everyone who's listened to my first episode so far and been really supportive of my testimony and telling me how they love my voice or that I'm just destined for this. You know, I really do appreciate that. That's very kind, and I'm very much loving the encouragement and the support. Uh, please continue to pray for me and that you know God continues to work through this podcast. I pray that he helps it to flourish and become something greater than myself. So thank you all.